Good morning. Good morning. How are you on this fine, fine day? I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you're feeling blessed today. Today is a day that the Lord hath made. It's today. It's about the moments of your life today. It's not about yesterday. It's not about tomorrow. It's today. Today is a day that the Lord hath made. We will be glad and we will rejoice in it. Rejoice in every moment that you have under the sun in this cosmos. What's funny is like, you know, winter's coming, so you better get on it now. <laughs> well, for, for us up north. But anyways, I was reading this morning and I love when sometimes God will bring to remembrance and it's a ver- it might be a verse that has nothing to do with what you're reading where he just brings on a just something to be thankful about. I'm really, really thankful for my dad this morning. I was thinking about this because... I mean, other than all the things he did in my life, I was thinking about how there was a time when we started our business that we were broke. And I mean, we all moved in together. I'm talking whole family, brother, sister, mom, all moved in together to start the business. And he just out of the goodness of his heart gave us money, I mean, gave us money kind of to live. And it was a, it was a certain amount every month. And I just, I think about that then and, I, and how much it, it meant now. Because we're doing well now. But how how we came from nothing and, and how much that blesses blesses me and bless my family. And there's times in your life that God just comes through. God comes through and God worked with my dad and he came through. God's going to come through for you in your life. God's going to work around you. If you have people that believe around you, if you have friends that believe around you, it's going to help. There's going to be moments where they just hit a nerve. They say something that just might change your entire direction in life. It's important to be around believers is the point. It's important to teach your kids to believe in God and his son, Jesus Christ, to pray, to sit down when you eat and pray, when they get hurt, to pray, when they can't find something, to pray, when they're thankful, to pray and to thank God. You got to start getting your mind into the mindset of living spiritually and not carnally. And he went and it was crazy. The whole reason why I read this was it talks about, well, I'll just skip that. If you go to Ecclesiastes chapter five, verse one, it says, keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God and be more ready to obey or hear than to give sacrifice of fools for they consider not that they do evil. Be not rash with thy mouth and let not thine heart be hasty to other anything before God for God is in heaven and now upon the earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. Don't go in there as a hypocrite. Don't go into the relationship with God as a hypocrite. Just go in there straight and honest. Be honest with God. He knows who you are. He knows what's going on. He knows every hair on your head. You just got to open your heart up and give it to him. Verse three, for a dream cometh through a multitude of business. And this is a dream, like a normal dream of sleep comes through a multitude of business or much activity or work. And a fool's voice is known by the multitude of words. I always wanted to be, you know, considered wise or whatever when I was younger. I mean, you grow out of that, but, um, and there's so many verses in here that tells you to kind of keep your mouth shut, you know, think before, before what you speak. This is difficult for me personally because I kind of work out my, my, you know, what I, I work out my thoughts through speaking, but a fool's voice is known by a multitude of words. If you want to be considered wise, just just stop talking. Verse four, when thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it. 
for he hath no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. I learned this the hard way. You don't have to vow a vow unto God to be a son of God. You don't have to vow a vow unto God to be raised in his sight. All you have to do is build a relationship with God. That's it. I'm going to jump down here. If you go down, this is, I always think this is important to keep the mind clear. Verse eight, if thou seest oppression, the oppression of the poor and violent perverting of judgment and justice in a province, marvel not or be not astonished at the matter. For he that is higher than the highest regardeth and there be higher than they. Another translation is the high one above the high one regardeth. Even the most high is over them. God knows what's going on. You don't have to take the weight of the world on. God knows it's in God's hands. It's not your responsibility. It's God's responsibility. Now, if God tells you to do something great, do it. But it's God's responsibility. And there's a lot of pleasure in that. You can let it go, or at least I can let it go. If I see something that I don't like, or that's just eating me alive, you know, and like, let's say Alabama, (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, if you jump over to, um, Verse 10, he that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity or vexation of spirit. If there is something in your life you're striving for, if there's something in your life that you think brings comfort, just so you know, there will never be enough. It's impossible because it's obviously it's a law. You're not set. If you love something, you're not going to be satisfied with that thing. I look at golf like this year, I was just trying to hit under 80 all year. And I started doing it on the re- on, re- on a regular basis. And the problem with that is it didn't do anything. Once I got there, there was no like aha moment. It was just like, okay, great. I want to go lower. It never stops. And if you can recognize that in your life, you can recognize what actually drives you and what's important. And to let go of this drive for nothingness. It's about you, God, your friends, your family, and loving one another. I want to finish up with this. If you go to verse 18, behold that which I have seen. It is good and comely for one to eat and to drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor that he taketh under the sun all the days of his life, which God giveth him for it is his portion. Every man also to whom God hath given riches and wealth and hath given him the power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor. This is the gift of God for he shall not much remember the days of his life because God answereth him in the joy of his heart. It's an everyday thing. Enjoy what you eat. Enjoy what you drink. Make your soul enjoy the good of your labor, the things that you've worked for. And if you can do that, it's a gift from God. Have a phenomenal day today. Enjoy the moments of your life. Pray the big prayers. Lift everything up in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you today. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for um, just the moments of today. I pray that you take off the weight or the whatever I'm feeling about the upholstery that needs to get out, that you uh, just work with me to, to kind of uh, align everything. I pray for everything that's going on with the business, that you kind of start smoothing out the processes and take care of the people that are um, messed up, that you just bless their heart and, and again, take care of them. 
and cover them, Father. I thank you so much for just the moments of my life and what you've given me. I thank you that you heal my finger. And I can get out there and golf and then it um, continually play well. And I just pray for your believers today that you just take care of them and show them that you're there with them. And if there's anything that needs to be said to them, that's, that it's said. And I just thank you for the ability to go to you in every situation. I lift up a great day to you and uh, in the name of my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus.